Chad, Houston, Texas. Wow. The Trimble Insight Conference in the uh, giant cruise ship. This is what this building appears to be, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's giant. It's 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 meta fantastic. Meta fantastic. <laughs> Have you I was over I was listening to some conversations here and then they kind of went above my prey grade, so I want to ask you, have okay. you have you ever hacked a metadata table on a SQL server? No, but Dooner, I've been into the digital underground since the 90s. Oh, the Humpty Days. Yeah, and apparently there is a huge underground here in Houston. You know, I, di- I didn't know about miles and miles. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it came up because there's all these huge buildings here and huge hotels, but we didn't see anybody on the streets. It was almost like a ghost town. And yeah. we asked our table of local <laughs> Houstonians, and what do they tell us? They tell us that there are miles and miles of, of, of this underground, like wow. like six miles directly underground. A lot of people hang out down there. Was it, wait, was Who it knew? six miles underground, or was it yeah. six miles long of tunnels? Oh, it's uh, long, not, uh, not oh, yeah. that deep. It's not like a... I mean, it sounds sci-fi. It's a true story, apparently. The core of the Earth. It shuts down at 3 p.m. normally uh, and is where everybody goes because it gets so hot here, Yeah, is what I understand. It's been rainy and sultry here today. Yeah, well, and you know Freightways, we love LED. We love nothing more than LED. We got it here. And you know what else that LED trimble? During their opening remarks on that stage, they even have light-up bands. I'm not wearing mine right now. Uh, I think it's Brad Ganane's tracking device to make sure he doesn't <laughs> stray too far from that He's sonar He's got a nice booth. one, yeah. <laughs> but they were discussing uh, the top industry trends, right? And it seemed like the big themes, and we're going to talk about it more with Linda Baker tomorrow. Oh, the yeah. The big themes were data security, driver retention, and maximizing utilization. Yeah, I think that the uh, that the, the the security thing is an interesting thing that we will pursue more tomorrow is my plan. Yeah, and I think it's going to come up more and more as these yeah. companies, the big word, integration, right? So oh, as yes. these companies integrate, there's more concern over where data is going. Linda has been following all these different groups, and she said that's been her great feedback. We can't wait to talk to her tomorrow. But today, we have a bunch of headlines to get to, and we've got a bunch of great guests that are going to come on the show. That Certainly. Big news, right, out of Saudi Arabia. But first, Chad, we've got to pay the bills. This episode of What the Truck is brought to you by TruckStop.com, the world's most trusted load board. Want to find the best carriers at the best rates? See market data, build relationships, and grow your business with TruckStop.com. Visit TruckStop.com today for more information. That's right, Chad. Fill up your tank as soon as possible. Diesel could surge up to 60 cents per gallon this Ooh. week. A coordinated drone strike, you've probably seen it on the news, a coordinated st- drone strike with the U.S. has attributed to Iran, hit the world's second largest oil supplier, that's Saudi Arabia, over the weekend. The attack on the Saudi oil wells has caused the country to shut down production, cutting 5% of the world's oil supply. Yeah. Pretty significant dent in the world's oil supply. Huge. A, a five, and it's, it's historically significant. According to routers, the last time oil lost this much supply overnight was during the 1991 Persian Gulf. The weekend's attack was more unexpected and unprecedented because it did not involve large troop movements, just about a dozen unmanned drones. 
Well, that's right. You know, Duner, like according to reports, the U.S. believes that the attack came from staging grounds in Iran. That's what we've been hearing all day and since last night. The U.S. has pledged to stand with Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile, oil has topped $60 a barrel. It's up. You know, we've been kind of tracking yeah. it today. Uh, you know, I think like blow by blow, it's gone from around the WTI and the Brent around 10 to 11 percent, up to 13 percent over the course of the day. Yeah. Things could get painful at the pump. It could. It's a developing situation. You know, we... Um um, yes. We saw the news report. Again, you mentioned how it's, it's 13%. We're waiting for more to come out on it. But again, it's uh, I guess the United States was blaming Iran for this, right? So far, uh, we'll see. This is a, a huge thing we will definitely be tracking. And one of the reasons it's going to affect truckers, too, is that fuel yeah. surcharge. You know, they're very tethered into that market. And uh, as that Kevin Hill report put out, the price of diesel was one of the reasons that causes a lot of of carriers to default. We've been following IMO 2020 yeah. quite often as well. Constantly, you know about it. Other headlines. And at the port as shipping braces for fuel cost surge after the Saudi oil attack. Yeah. Things are going to get painful there too, right? Painful yeah. at the port. The shipping industry faces soaring fuel bills in the coming weeks following drone attacks. And uh, we talked about the Brent uh, crude oil oil prices. Also, uh, Rajesh Verma, lead analyst for tanker shipping at Drury, told FreightWaves the attacks on Saudi oil infrastructure were a big blow to global oil supply and would have serious repercussions for shipping costs. Yeah, and to give you an idea of that, he said the following, it has knocked 5.7 million barrels per day off production, which is roughly, and we were saying 5%, he's saying it's 6% of the global supply Although Saudi Arabian oil company is likely to restore about a third of the uh, disrupted supply on Monday, it is not clear how long it will take to restore the supply fully, as oil prices are likely to remain elevated in the short run. This will be reflected on bunker prices. I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, moving on from that, and we hope that gets improved, and we, if there's more information tomorrow, we will report on that. For sure. Yeah. Bookkeeper, this guy, this bookkeeper, he got sentenced to five years for embezzling... Cheap. Oh, she was. Yeah. Okay, bookkeeper sentenced to five years for embezzling over 800000 for Indiana Trucking Company. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's an Indiana woman was sentenced. Uh, what was that? I was having, like, gender That's okay. No, the, it's, you theft. just, it's, you, you it, just Indiana lost track. No, she was, it's an Indiana woman. She was sentenced to September, on September 11th for nearly five years in federal prison for embezzling that $800,000 for a trucking company. After release from federal prison, Lucy Owens, 42, of Hobart, Indiana, will serve one year of supervised release. She was ordered to pay... $820,500 in restitution to James DeJurek, owner of DeJurek Trucking of Hammond, Indiana. Not sure how he's going to come up with that kind of cash, Chad. Yeah, she, she may have a tough time coming up with that. Why don't you think it's a he? I don't know. She. It's Lucy Owens. Lucy Owens. That would be an interesting name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, a jury found Owens guilty of seven counts of wire fraud in May 2018. Federal prosecutors claimed Owens, who worked for the company for nine years, used her position as a bookkeeper for DeJuric Trucking to divert company funds over a five-year period to pay more than 460000 in personal credit bills, Chad. Wow, she ran up quite the debt. Yeah, she also tapped the uh, company's bank accounts to pay for family vacations, uh, home care jewelry. She got a new deck. She got a new, uh, probably a, a <laughs> below-ground pool, right? Not an above-ground pool with a theft like that. And, yeah. Uh, DeJuric Trucking has 55 power units and 57 drivers. So, so not very big. Yeah. They survived in spite of that kind of fraud. Apparently, yeah. Crazy. Uh, as administrator of the company's fuel card program, prosecutors claimed Owens... 
helped her husband and co-defendant, Kirk Stroh, a truck driver for a rival trucking company, obtain more than $290,000 in fraudulent cash advances. We should find out how that kind of thing works. Yeah. At a truck stop uh, in Lake Station, Indiana, in increments, oh, here's one of the ways it works, $800 yeah. per day. Prosecutors said she diverted funds from the company's bank account from basically January 2010 through March 2015 and created false financial records to hide the missing funds. That's at least part of how it worked. went down. Yeah. I mean, there was a plot in Breaking Bad, too, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping the bad books, It right? was a subplot. It was yeah. a subplot, yes. <laughs> Well, guys, are you ready, truckers? This one's this one's a big one for you. CFVSA's Brake Safety Week is set for September 15th through the 21st. Inspectors will be out in full force from September 15th to 21st as part of Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance's annual Brake Safety Week. Yeah, speaking week. of breaking, yeah, good breaking, breaking bad. Oh yeah, yeah I didn't even bad. realize how bright that Breaking Bad reference. Good transition, man. Jeez, I know that's why I have a use of partner. You set over that here. up though. Yeah, I know. I, I should have been more cognizant of it. Well, throughout the week, officials will conduct roadside inspections on commercial motor vehicles throughout North America. This year, CVSA inspectors will focus on brake hosing and tubing. Oh, commercial vehicles found to have critical brake violations will be placed out of service until repairs are made. This is from uh, CVSA's President Chief, Jay Thompson of the Arkansas Highway Patrol. He says, all components of the brake system must always be in proper operating condition. Well, yeah. Brake systems and their parts and components must be returnally checked and carefully and consistently maintained to ensure the health and safety of the overall vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, last year, inspectors, they I remember this because we were covering it. Inspectors placed nearly 5,000 of over 35,000 commercial vehicles it inspected out of service as a mm. part of the CVSA's Brake Safety Week. And more than 1,600 of the 10,358, roughly, commercial vehicles were placed out of service for critical brake violations during CVSA's unannounced wow. brake inspection blitz yeah. on May 15th. Well, Chad, can you guess what the uh, the top five violations are? You You're putting me on the spot, you aren't you? Uh, let me think. What would one be? I mean, uh, just like inoperative or like I, like they squeal too much. All right, I'll help you out here. Clamp okay. or rototype brakes <laughs> or out of adjustment. Uh, automatic oh. brake adjustment system that fails to compensate for wear. Brake ho- okay, that not, counts. Thank you for not cheating. That counts. <laughs> brake hose or tube chafing and or kinking. I don't know what that, how they account. Yeah. Defective like, anti-lock brake brakes. Okay. Um, and another one is inop. So I guess the anti-lock brakes, but also just inoperative or defective brakes. Well, in mine general. would like on my cars. They would kind of they would give you a long warning system of like a, a, a high pitched squeal. I remember back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder. I mean, so I don't. You want to talk to some guests? I can, I can, I can do better next time. I'm tr- I'll, <laughs> you want to talk to some guests? <laughs> yes, that would Let's be great. Let's Save see us. if they can do better than us. Five, count of five, five good minutes. Woo. Let's bring on Keith Mater, VP oh, of Analytics at Trimble. Look at him making his, yeah, give him some cowbell here. <laughs> hey. Welcome. Keith, first of all, thank you for having us. We uh, This is a great conference. We're enjoying Houston. We haven't had a chance to go to the underground city yet, but uh, we're having a we're having a great time so far. Great to have you on, Keith. Great to be on, guys. Thanks. Yeah, man. So, uh, well, you having a good time here so far in Houston? Absolutely. Fantastic. Keith, by the way, before we get into this, we have something in common. What's that? My sister went to Miami of Ohio as well. 
Love and honor. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Also, you and I started college the same year, but we won't tell everybody what that year was. We'll let Mm, them guess. Don't carbon date yourself. It started with a 19. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Well, hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. What are one of the big themes that we're talking about that you're super excited about right now, Keith? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's really what the whole show is about, power together. Oh. Uh, You know, and, and the theme of... Being able to take all these different capabilities and properties that Trimble has and putting them together and create something really unique. Uh, super excited to be able to show and talk about that and uh, great attendance and great interest in those classes. So it's been wonderful. I mean, it's even your Wi-Fi password, power together. Boom. Pa- power up together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the things we've heard you've been focusing on is uh, predictive maintenance and technology trends going on in general in, sure. in the industry. So what, what are they? What are some of the trends that you're seeing here today? Well, what's happening is people are getting out of reporting uh, and into predicting what's going to happen, not looking at what happened, and they're taking it even further. So once you know not only what's been happening, how what might be coming down the road, what do you do about it? So yeah. it's, it's yeah. about being prepared. It's about being ready uh, and having the data in a place where you can get that insight out of it. And uh, that's what we're able to do and, and drive some really cool stuff, uh, be able to tell, you know, the average health of a vehicle just based on temperature sensors, RPM readings, things of that nature. Uh, I think we're pretty unique in that regard, and uh, it, we geek out on it. So, And I've seen you guys. You geek out like crazy, so I get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we, I, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, hey, as a matter of fact, I remember uh, we haven't even been uh, – this, this ain't our first rodeo, but we mm. haven't been around that long. Huh. Had you on last year yeah. uh, on What the Truck, right here at this Inside event. We were talking about a lot of things that last year, we remember what some of the trends are. What have you seen happen over the course of this year that, you know, it's been a weird year, been kind of some, since we have spoken. Like, just what's, 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 what's changing? changed? What's, 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 what's happening now? Man, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, like a, that's like a bit to um, spit out of you, too. Um, <laughs> well, it, you know, what have we come out of? What are we going into? Sure. Um, you know, look, I think uh, everybody's seen what's happened in Saudi Arabia, right? So yeah. Look yeah. At diesel that's prices. Um, there's already pressure in the market. Uh, we're going to see an uptick on probably on diesel pricing. And uh, when you see something like that, how do you react to it? And uh, it's about being nimble and, yeah. and, and being ready for anything that might come. Uh, drivers, drivers, drivers. That hasn't changed. Uh, the, the need to take care of them the need to uh, care about the ones that are important to care about. And I think maybe in a way, recognize the ones that don't fit. How does Trimble fit into a scenario like that? So we see this drone strike attack that happens in there. We're seeing barrel go over $60 a gallon. It's up uh, 11, 13 percent, depending on when you've last checked. Where do you guys fit into a scenario like that? Yeah, I I think we have one of the premier oil and gas delivery systems. We have uh, great, great presence uh, in the oil fields themselves with what we've done with our Geotrack company. Uh, so I think Trimble's uniquely positioned and uniquely aware of the space and what upstream, mid-market, and downstream uh, fuel delivery, uh, refining is all about. So just, you know, we, we get our boots dirty, we get our hands dirty. So we know what they go through. Uh, and the ability for us to refine fuel in this country and uh, deliver and export it out is important. And that stuff's got to move. So uh, we have the ability to help make that more efficient. Yeah, uh, we've had that ability for quite some time. So when you see volatility like that, uh, we're there helping our customers be prepared for that. 
I feel more comforted right now just listening to that a little bit. Well, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> we, I was looking at, at, at your website and familiar with Trim, but I'm not familiar with every section that you guys do because you guys cover such a wide right. gamut and so many different industries. How do you keep track of that? That is true, yeah. Yeah, uh, you meet a lot of people. You meet a lot of people, <laughs> I'm sure you do. You don't be, don't be shy at one of these events, right? And, and getting to know uh, your compatriots. Uh, Trimble just came off of another technology conference they hosted in Chennai, India. And they bring oh. together all of the top talent, uh, technology talent in the company and bring them together to share ideas. Uh, our, our transportation dispatch advisor that we talked about today, that was one of the presentations that was given. And you spark ideas because think about the planning process uh, I've actually seen that in nurse scheduling, yeah. you know, anything on a shift. Um, fuel delivery is typically shift-based, uh, but construction and Trimble covers that. So having those, those opportunities to get together and share those ideas is really critical, uh, and it brings some, some of the best minds you've ever seen together uh, to talk about them and, and share and geek out like crazy. Well, that's well, that's interesting because that's like you're talking about like like what we the cliche learning outside of the box. You're talking about learning from other industries and what they yep. they have to provide as you guys kind of expand and you have your 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 mergers and you're bringing it all in together. It sounds like you're still like spearheading things and uh, and moving forward. Yeah, it, the opportunity to pull that group together and. Again, just geek out over a data science problem, but then apply it, right? So it's one thing to go in the back room and talk about how cool it is. It's another to come yeah. back and deliver value to uh, somebody in our viewpoint operation who might try to schedule uh, the plumbers and the electricians and how they kind of interact. Those are That's just a constrained problem, right? And no different than drivers who have hours of service and hazmat certification or the ability to uh, perform, you know, secondary activities. And... There's, there's an overlap. And what doesn't change is the ability to ingress, egress data and work on that data. And that's where I think we're getting the biggest bang for the buck uh, is having that shared capability. And frankly, the big announcement, the big news with Thomas Fansler moving um, into that corporate role, he's going to take all of that, uh, all of those ideas that he's had for years and years and years and years in the industry and bring it to a corporate level where we're going to be able to bring that to the forefront, right? Okay. And, you know, think about it. If we build a Walmart, we deliver to a Walmart, we ship from it. Uh, you know, if we were involved in that construction, we touch it in so many ways beyond just transportation. So it's pretty interesting. Wow. Some things change. Some things don't. remain the same. <laughs> what you gonna- don't, don't make me go radio voice. Oh, <laughs> oh, but you just did. Yeah, you did. Were you a former broadcaster? No. Oh, okay. Not in Miami, Ohio. <laughs> well, had us fooled. Yeah. I well, wish I was. Yeah. You guys are having a blast we, here. This we do have we have one gentleman who's going to come on who was a radio broadcaster. Yeah. He's on our, yeah. our litany He doesn't of know that we know. Yeah. But it's great <laughs> to have you on. Yeah, what, what you, thanks for joining us. What are you doing in Houston re- the rest of the conference? Uh, just a few more interviews. We have a, a big class on Wednesday morning. As I told everyone today, take it easy Tuesday night. I need to see a lot of people yeah. there. Uh, everyone likes to have a good time, and we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, just be thoughtful so that yeah. you can make that 9 a.m. on Wednesday, and uh, we'll be really good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, we are going to be having a great time. Just be careful of the underground, apparently, apparently. in Houston. Yeah, can flood. Great, great to have you on, Keith. Good to see you again. Yeah, Keith, thanks for joining us. All right, us. let's thanks, make it more than once a year, okay? Yeah. That's on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I take that. Thanks. Do we have All a right, Zach Gibbs here? 
No, Zach hasn't shown up. Who's Zach Gibbs, are you ready to show up? No, he's no, not here. no, he's not Zach Gibbs. No, Zach Gibbs. He does. Rod is he going to No, Rob. No, Well, we. Where are they? Stood up. We are. Uh, we are waiting for our next guest. Did, yeah. That was a really interesting interview. Yeah. Do you like, think um, he he's got a lot going? Do you think Tony would talk to us? Tony, you want to come talk to us? Sure. Tony's going to come over and talk to us. Tony. How about it? <laughs> Tony, we'll Mr. Spontaneity. Right yeah. What is this? Tony Stronechuck from oh, Pro yeah, Mile Tony. Solutions. They are one of the biggest sponsors over here, aren't you guys? You are the, uh, you're at the top of the chart. You're the diamond sponsor of this event. That's correct. Yeah, well, hey, it's great to have you on. Uh, and so Pro Miles, you guys doing a whole lot of things in the industry. Yeah. Well, what do you got Cloud going integrations, on? right? How, how are you enjoying Houston? Well, uh, I'm originally about an hour from here in Bridge City is where my office is. Oh, wow. But I live in Colorado. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> where in Colorado? Uh, by Glenwood Springs. Okay. Do you, you been there for a long time? You love it? About 15 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, what are you making of Houston? Are you, do you come back and you get a little nostalgia or are you kind of like... I come back, get hot and go back home. <laughs> <laughs> Too much humidity. So I've, tell, what about the underground? Yeah. Have you been to the underground city? Uh, I've used to a lot. Yeah. Going building to building, stuff like that. It's amazing what's underground. They told us it was only, it only closed at like three o'clock though. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. Not 3 a.m. Yeah. No, like 3, 3, 3 p.m. But they have McDonald's. They got everything. They got salons. They got everything you can believe down well, there. So, wow. So, so Tony, talk to us. Integration. We hear a lot. Buzz term. Yep. Big buzz term. And I, uh, I specifically targeted you guys because I didn't want to talk about integration with everybody. But Pro yeah. Miles, it's, it's right in all of your marketing. You guys really focus on cloud integration. So what does that mean in 2019? And what... What are you trying to tell and, and promote to people here? Well, the big thing is, is we've been partnered with Trimble way back when it was PeopleNet. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. Uh, okay. And when we first, when PeopleNet first hit the market, they were trying to find a niche. And part of their niche was, how can we get more people to buy our mobile communication, our tracking system? So what we decided to do is, hey, we got majority of the jurisdictions that use my mileages to audit you by. So what if I pre-audit every trip by taking your lat longs, connect the dots just like the auditor does, so you'll be... Pre- prepared for that audit and uh, it went great so when we hit the market with people net to do this the the sky was the limit now we've got 95 percent of the jurisdictions that use our mileage guide to perform all these audits we've got over 150,000 trucks that we automate fuel taxes for and we've got thousands of fleets we do that for here at trimble oh wow wow so give us a little context like what have you what have you guys seen seen your way through like when you first started uh partnering with with trimble well, when we first got into this market, uh, my first computer was a Tandy 1000. That <laughs> okay? gives us some yeah. context. Uh, and I started when I was 19 years old, back in 1989, so I'll tell you my age. But uh, I will tell you this, uh, the amazing thing is technology, you know, we've been waiting for the technology. You know, the industry, believe it or not, in trucking has been slow. It took us a lot longer oh, we believe to get things yeah, than we, we trust else. you. So what we did is we thought, well, what else can we do to help bring both the jurisdictions and the fleets together, the private and the public sector? So we did that first with fuel tax. But guess what? In 2005, I went back to the jurisdictions and said, you know what? Route an 80,000 gross weight truck. It ain't hard. Try to route a 2 million pound load. So today, back in, back in 2005, we partnered with the state of Texas to build them a permit automating system. And so today we process over 900,000 oversized overweight permits on behalf of the state of Texas. Wow. Then that we, sounds like a lot. It is. But you got Texas, which is the largest jurisdiction that does this. We went from Texas. We've got New Mexico. We got Colorado. We got Georgia. Matter of fact, if you call Georgia DOT and they answer, 
Georgia DOT, how can I help you? You're actually calling my office here in Bridge City, Texas. You're mm. not calling Georgia because we're actually the entire permit office for the state of Georgia. I feel like I just peeked under Oz's curtain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the real thing, right? And it's uh, almost a million. Wow, that, that's a lot to keep up with. And well, you're not, you're, that's just Texas, though. We yeah. do over three million permits a year, which is a third of all the permits issued in North America for oversized white trucks. Okay. We're the ones that actually route those, permit them, and issue that permit directly to the truck. Wow. You're not playing around, and you're, and you're being kind of modest with, like, talking about, like, you know, how your, your partnership. I mean, this isn't, like, two or three years. This goes back It goes back from 30, the beginning. 30-ish yes. or more years. Uh, so you've seen some changes. What yeah. are the challenges with integration right now? Because, like, like I mentioned earlier, yeah, that's a good we, hear, we hear it a lot. And I know that one of the themes we've been hearing in some of these rooms is a concern about data security. And that's that's probably a big part of integration, right? Because people are afraid of where the data is going to go after they put it in someone else's lake. Not only that, one of the things that uh, is very interesting out there is who do you integrate with? Is that company going to be there six months from now? Yeah. There's a lot of VC money out there today. A lot of people are throwing, a, you know, billions of dollars toward this industry right now. The problem is, is a lot of these guys over the last 30 years, I've saw them come and I saw them go. Yeah. I've got them start up another business and go again. So you've got to be real cautious of who you integrate with. So that's why like when we picked, you know, PeopleNet, which is Trimble years ago, it was for a reason. They were fast growing. They were a small company. We saw let's partner together. But looking back, it was probably one of the best moves we ever did was going to Trimble and having a Trimble relationship. Well, that's great to hear. So we talk about, you know, so, you know, integration, it's very abstract. One last question, thinking about, like, what is, if you had to say to a consumer, a a customer thinking about the idea of integration, what's exciting about it? What are one of the takeaways? What, What can we talk about that's just, like, real for us? It's all as fast as you want to make it. (laughs) <laughs> we are so far behind with technology in this industry that we are we are 10 years behind. But believe it or not, in the last five years, we leapfrogged almost 20 years in advance. And That's the reason exciting. I can say that is because, you know, five years ago, you go to somebody and say, hey, you got an API, you got an integration. They'd look at you. No, but we could write one. Well, today, everybody's got them. They're everywhere. Mm. And now everybody's figuring out how they can actually, I mean, just like us, just knowing a mileage number between one zip code and another or an address to address. That number is very important. And we can now issue that number through our API in 10 to 15 milliseconds per trip, faster than any Whoa. other routing system for trucks in North America. Wow. Impressive stuff. I, I just got excited. Yeah. Like that, that's, that, that's real right there. Uh, Pro Miles, how do people reach out? How do they learn more? Yeah. Go to promiles.com. Nice. And, uh, and if you have Trimble, just talk to your Trimble representative. We're one of their biggest partners. We've been one of their long-time integrations, and we do more fuel tax processing with their fleets than anybody else. Tony, great to have you on. Yeah. Thanks, for the, uh, thanks for just jumping on and being flexible. Thanks for the, for the intel. Hey, really no appreciate worries. it. Thank you, sir. No have a nice good one. to have you on. Hey, take care. Thank you, okay. sir. All right, bye-bye. Good Ooh, luck I'm with exci- everything. I'm excited for this one. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. The, I'm it's feeling no blast the energy. Down. He's coming on board. He's got a water. He's satiating himself. Make sure my throat's yeah. good, right? No, welcome. Well, yeah, he's a former Tennessee volunteer. Is that yeah. true? Well, I'm, yeah. I mean, I graduated from there. Yeah. Love, <laughs> love oh, the you're ball. not owning it right yeah. now. Yeah. No, no. I'm done. You, you heard not, the mocks, man. You, 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 you bodied the mocks over the weekend. We did do that, but... Um, Everybody else has bodied us, so it's uh, we're not a football school anymore <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, we were, but we slowly coming back. No, he might be right at home behind this mic too. 
Yes. Because you used to be a former sports anchor. Is I, that true? I did. I did. Previous to my dream of selling fuel cards, I was a, uh, <laughs> a sports anchor for 13 years. Did radio wow. and TV, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and the other thing we found really interesting, too, is that you you worked for a gelato company as well. Wow, you guys have done all types of research well, it, today. Have you I, been on LinkedIn? I have. Oh, I'm curious. I just found your background so interesting because I'm like, he was a sportscaster, then he goes, no, into gelato. no, no, he's just awesome. It's just awesome. Uh, uh, no, so my family had a gelato and cookie business, and I got out of television um, and didn't really have a job. Went and worked for the family business for a few years and then uh, joined the, uh, the trucking industry. So gelato is... Definitely different than trucking. Um, yeah. Tastes a lot better. But <laughs> What's the secret to a good gelato? Ah, uh, shoot. I can't tell that. My family still has the business. Oh, if oh. I give the secret oh, away. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, NBA don't do too. that. Never yeah. mind. That's okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to ask for any trade secrets. No, no worries. You're well, good. So Wex is doing what some other competitors are doing. You guys are trying to, you know, make make a fluid situation for people. You're trying to make it, make it flexible, fast, integrative. Like, what are you guys doing? How are things here in 2019? So it's... Things are really good. And what, you know, being at this conference, which is one we love to attend every year, um, having the partnership with TMW is great. Uh, we talk a lot about how we love our website. We think it's a beautiful website and it's good, but we don't ever want you to use it. We want you to go uh, <laughs> through your interactive interface with TMW. Uh, okay. take, the inter- take the interactive piece and make sure that every day you're able to go into one system, do everything that you truly need to do. Uh, and we have a great relationship with TMW. We do that, you know, consistently for, for all types of products that they have to offer. Uh, and being here and being with our customers and listening to what our customers' needs are, then working with TMW to continue to have those improvements are really, really advantageous for us. Yeah, fuel, it says right here, spend smarter fuel cards, vendor payments to tax reporting. What is that? What's the challenge in that space right now with fuel cards, for example? Well, I, I think one of the challenges in the space is the, is the challenge that everybody in the industry is facing right now. I mean, you look at the economic downturn that we've taken. We're trying to help people come in to find a better way to be more efficient. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you currently are doing something where we can come and help you save money, not only from an efficiency standpoint, but dollars and, and spend standpoint, it's very, very beneficial. Usually when we're reporting over at Freightways about a carrier shutdown, one of the first things we hear is because the drivers report it, they're like, my fuel cards don't work anymore, which is a telltale sign that your carrier's probably yeah. not doing too well. Well, yeah. So, and, and, you know, I think one, what you guys have been able to do over the past few weeks and keeping everybody involved, we appreciate what you guys do because yeah. we sometimes learn from what you've posted in the morning email that we get that a, that a carrier is closing down. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the first things. The biggest expense for a trucking company, obviously, is fuel and, and payroll. And if a fuel card's not working, it's probably an indication sometimes that something's uh, not right. There are other times, lots of times, when, when a fuel card um, won't work, but but there's something that could be fixed on the back end. But in today's economic situation that we're in, that's what we're seeing is is a driver's that's how a driver notices. What on the boots on the ground right now? So you, you mentioned like we're kind of going through a little bit of a trough uh, so far. I, I think we felt at least in the first half of this year. What what are boots on the ground reporting? Are things trending up at all, or is it kind of been a little bit more of the same so far here into mid September? Well, I, I think if you look at what last year was, which was an anomaly, everybody yeah. had a yeah. great year. If you didn't have a great year last year, something was wrong. But unfortunately, not everyone treated it that way. They went and bought a bunch of trucks. Exactly, <laughs> and so and. and what I think happened was people thought, well, this is how the norm's going to be moving forward. Oh, I remember. I remember. But yeah. if you look at it now, and I think you guys are at the McLeod uh, or at a CFO conference, and you look at that and you, you hear people say, well, it's not really as good as last year. But you're like, wait a second. It's better than 2017, 2016. Last year was just a down, was an amazing year. And this year is down a little bit. 
But I think people go back and look at the realization of, hey, two years ago, look at where we were and yeah. look at where we are now. We're still doing pretty darn good as long as we weren't one of those companies that went out and thought, well, we need to buy an extra 150 trucks. And now the spot market's down and we can't do anything. I think you're starting to see a little bit of tick back up. Is a recession coming? The signs point to it, right? Yeah. Uh, when when is that? Is that in twenty twenty one? Global one. Twenty twenty two. I mean, Jeez, when when my calm down, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Happy, I need to get need to get no, you no, some no, gelato. I, I, and, maybe maybe right. a so global one. Twenty twenty two. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got a little <laughs> time. Yeah. So every, everybody time. plan. But I think if we can look at uh, if you look at the trends, um, this industry is a very heavy market to see what's coming in the future. Um, yeah. And so I think if you look right now, yes, things are slowing a little bit down. I've asked a lot of carriers since we've been here this week, how are things doing? A lot of people are saying they're starting to get better. So maybe everybody has realized Good. what has happened. The companies that didn't need to be trying to expand that did and had to shut the door might be beneficial for other carriers because now they're able to go out and get that freight. Yeah, I mean, well, the big news story, too, we're hearing is, is fuel prices. It's been all over Freightways. It's been all yep. over the news about the drone strikes. Do you, when something like that happens, when fuel spikes like that, if it's sustained, do you see a lot more defaults on, on fuel cars? How, what, from your view, what is the data that you're seeing or the, or the behavior so, you're seeing? So when fuel prices spike, what we have to be obvious to look at is, is folks' credit and how they're doing. Do they have enough credit to continue? Because they might, they might be up, they might be financially fine, yeah. but we've given them this size credit limit. But then if they need a higher credit limit, because prices have all of a sudden gone to three fifty a gallon or whatever that may be, we need to be proactive as our, as our company. And that's something that we expect from all of our team members is to, when you're talking with a carrier, make sure you're having that conversation. Look, your credit is X today, but fuel prices are going to 2X here in the next two or three months. Let's look at getting that credit to, to X and a half or, or 2X. So to make sure that you don't have that issue where, if we go back to the previous conversation, your fuel card doesn't work at the pump because you're out of credit. And then that driver thinks, well, now my company's closing doors. I need to get out of here and go work for somebody else. Let's be proactive, get that in place, but not be too proactive to where you have too much open line of credit and you have security risks. So there's all kinds of issues out there. Yes, those are issues. We're talking security. We're talking all kinds of things at Trimble 2019 Insight Conference. It's been great to have you on. Any big plans while you're in the fourth largest city in the United States, Noel? Um, well, I'm actually flying out tomorrow. I would have loved to have stayed and gone to the Astros game tomorrow night. Mm. Yeah, um, we which, were going to do that too. Which I think a lot of people, I think some of, of my coworkers are still going to go. So if you need some tickets, just walk over and we'll, 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 well get you Well, duly noted. We'll get you that. But uh no, Houston's a lovely town. This is, you know, I'm more on the east side of the country, so I don't get to experience Texas as much. And when we get to come here, at least last year, now this year, it's been awesome. Fun town. Where are you based out of? Uh, Nashville. Oh, okay. Nashville oh, home, you're, so. you're right near, near us. Yeah. Yeah. Right so down the road. Anytime we can do anything with you guys, and, and I truly do appreciate what you guys do. I mean, it's it's become a, a daily part of my routine to read your emails and to listen to what you guys are talking about because you guys have the... You know, the ear on the industry, and it's been very beneficial. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Great to have you on. (laughs) Yes, thank you guys very much. Thanks for joining us. All right, Noel. Nice to have you, man. Good stuff. Oh, I see standing over there. It's our boy Rod Shadu. Should I say that? You say Shadu. I say Shadow. Shadow. Like, let's find out. How do I say Shadow or Shadu? What's the cheesy line? You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late to dinner. Don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Call you out. Don't call me out. Don't call me out. Yeah. That's a good tune, actually. Yeah, it sure is. Roger do. He, uh, he was talking to us earlier. He's got some deep ties into Houston, so much so that he married his own wife here. That's right, my own wife. My That's own right. wife, not someone else's. <laughs>
his own wife. Did yeah. you know that Dooner knew that about you? I did know that. We talked oh, about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he told you. Fair <laughs> enough. I didn't know if that was more LinkedIn research. No, no. That would be, yeah, that was an interesting one. Well, we did see that he was, you, you're, are you a minister? No, but I, I do have a master's in ministry. Ah, so. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Was that just like it? Because you work for Trucker Tools, right? That's right. And what do you do at Trucker Tools? So I am the director of partnerships. So I manage all of our relationships with all of our integration partners. So with TMW Suite, with uh, a number of other uh, TMSs in the the marketplace, also with ELDs, so with PeopleNet, so Uh forth. So you deliver the sermon on new technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Well, they say, you know, sometimes you're called to ministry, sometimes logistics calls to us. That's right. right. So here you are. That's right. Absolutely. You know, we've talked to uh, Trucker Tools a good bit. We've talked to Prasad, and we know that you guys are doing some cool stuff. Uh, what's the latest you're hearing from the input from, uh, you know, carriers, from uh, brokers, from shippers? Like, what's what's the what's the intel you're receiving? Yeah, the biggest thing is most uh, brokers are very frustrated with the compliance around the tracking uh, oh. of, of freight, the visibility, oh, and the that. the success that we've had uh, has really turned the industry on its head. Uh, a lot of uh, the brokers are going. How is that even possible to see some of the success that we've actually had when it comes to tracking? And the key to that is our application has so much value built into it for the drivers that the value there is they want to use our application in exchange, then they allow us to track them. The other piece of that is full transparency. We allow the driver to know exactly when they're being tracked. We give them full control over that tracking. And it's not a a punitive type situation. Uh, it's it's a reward. How do drivers feel? Because uh, the, the thing we're hearing now is a lot of technology is coming very quickly at them. You got cameras outside the truck, cameras inside the truck. How do they feel about being tracked? Uh, you know, it is a concern. Yeah. Privacy is a huge concern, especially when they shut the truck off, they go home, they don't want to be tracked, right? Just yeah. like you and I, we don't want to be tracked, yeah. right? So that is a huge concern, which is why we put that transparency in there, giving them that full control. To let them know when they're being watched and when they're not, when they Ab- absolutely kind of get at ease a little bit. Absolutely. But according to what you just said, it sounds like they're willing to give over some of that oversight if it's to their advantage. In exchange for some value. Absolutely. Yeah. What do they value most? What are you hearing from truckers? What, what, uh, aside from giving away that privacy and that that tracking, what do they want in return these days? You, you know, parking is a big one. Yeah. Uh, fuel prices is a big one, right? Especially the owner-operators. The, yeah. the, the, that's the focus market for us. And that today's one news to didn't help that fuel, the fuel price. That's right. That that's right. So, so being able to find those fuel prices at, at the best rate, uh, being able to tie that with parking, being able to tie that even with being able to find, you know, off-the-wall things like a medical examiner, right, to, you know, that... Maybe their med card's about to expire. So there's all types of value that we're providing in that app. Well, you know, actually, speaking of parking, has I mean, has anything really much changed over the past year, like in terms of improving that situation? We don't. Yeah. We haven't heard a lot of coverage of that. Come to think of it. No, yeah. I think it would be a good study uh, f- for freight waves. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I mean, tech itself can't create parking, but I mean, I imagine if you're far enough along, they're like automated vehicles or something, or you could you could. I don't know if you let truckers know exactly where they where the, the available parking spaces were, and they could lead themselves to that, especially within the parameters of their own hours of service. That would probably be something pretty powerful. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but in the end, 
you know, in infrastructure hasn't changed a lot this this year. You know, it might be like, yeah, it seems incremental. That's so right. Maybe that's why we haven't been hearing a lot about it. Hey, Rod, what? what uh, so you're working the booth over there today. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Are you enjoying yourself over there? This has been a great event. You know, being able to connect with, you know, a lot of times I'm in the back, you know, working with the partners themselves. Yeah. So when I get out to events like this, I, I'm able to, you know, spend that time directly with the customers to understand, you know, their concerns, their desires, that type of thing. So that's what's been good for me here at this event. At this particular event, because this is a user conference, so it's a little bit more tech-heavy than, uh, you know, something like Gats where you're at, the Great American Trucking Show, you're actually getting the actual drivers. So what are some of the things people have been talking about? We mentioned it a little bit earlier, like data security was a big one, data sharing, those kind of things. What kind of concerns have been expressed to you? Or positive things have been expressed, either one. You know, positive, uh, gosh, that's a negative and positive. You know, I think... uh, for us, around the whole tracking aspect, back to the compliance of being able to communicate back with uh, the shippers, that the brokers, you know, their customers and vice versa, uh, you know, I think that's been one of the biggest, uh, you know, conversation pieces that we've had here at this event. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Well, any big plans here in Houston to get away from the conference, have a good time, go to go to the underground, anything? Not the underground, but there, I do have a favorite uh, Tex-Mex place called Loopy Tortillas that oh, I wow. may try to get to. Loopy Julie Tortillas. noted. Maybe yeah. we'll go there for dinner. Loopy Tortillas. They marinate their, uh, the fajitas in, the, in a lime juice. Wow. The best. Maybe Tortillas, come and sponsor the show. Can't go wrong <laughs> with that. Okay. Hey, well, Rod, how do people reach out and find out more? So you guys can go to truckertools.com and you can request more information. Or if you're here at the event, come stop by our booth. The Perfect. word is getting around. Thanks, Rod. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having Thank me. You. So is it Shadow or sh- Shadow? Shadow. Shadow. I said it right. You, you said did it right. not say it right. I did too. I said oh, Rod Shadow. You said it right. Okay. You can roll the tape back. You said Shadow. Of course I did. Oh, maybe I did. Shadow. Okay. All right. All right. Who's next? Who, who, who should we pull? Should you know we just who's pull next? Random? I think let's Braddy G, right? Where let's, is it? You're bringing him up already? Well, we're going to him. I, I'm not. Um, it's a developing situation well, here. We could, well, on this the young lady, is this floor. Elizabeth? Can you come over here for a second? Yeah, come right over to the seat. Oh, I just knocked your mic over. Elizabeth, you know don't what? Worry, come on. It's not my personal space or anything. Just say hello. There's Elizabeth. only a few thousand people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's like it's like she one person. Wow, wait a Come on, Elizabeth. Come on. Come on. Just she, say hi. She's very reluctant. You're in for a pound now. Very reluctant. Elizabeth, thank you for joining us. Hi. Elizabeth, you, I, is that Wyndham? Are you related to like the Wyndham Hotel families? I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're with First Fleet Inc. I am. What does First Fleet Inc. do? Uh, we are a dedicated shipping company, and we take a lot of people's freight. So nice. There you go. What brings you to Houston, other than the, the conference? What are you guys hoping to gain and impart and learn from here? Uh, I'm, I work in training, and I'm hoping to get a lot of good advice on how to better train our drivers and staff what makes a good training as long as you don't fall asleep through it i can (laughs) baby steps here hey have you ever been to an inside or is this your first one first one okay yeah so uh so what what are you doing around the floor who who do you mix with who who do you uh talk to like are you trying to get people to are you recruiting or are you just training them just just looking and finding out information Okay, fair yeah. enough. We're going to rate the swag in a little bit. Which booth do you think is really doing a, like a uh, great job here? Who's attracting your attention? Ah, uh, there's some people with some really cool swag over there. Yeah, so, you know. yeah. We, we got like a we're we're going to rate the swag in a little bit, but nice. yeah, okay. I, I like the light up balls. Those are one. Yes. Uh, if you want to come back and give us some uh, input insights into the <laughs> swag that you've seen, please okay. let us know. Where are you off to next? Where, where where are you joining for us, us from first? Tennessee. Tennessee. Where in Tennessee? Nashville. 
Okay, we're from Chattanooga. Well, we, cool. we, we're we're neighbors. Function. Yeah, we're neighbors. <laughs> Practically, we got a few Nashville people on. We got a guy from Tennessee. Are you a Volunteers fan? I'm actually a Clemson fan. Oh wow, is that where you went to Fair school? Fair enough. <laughs> Going with the winners. Family, okay. Family history. Nice. Oh yeah. well, okay, legit. All right. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, how do people learn more about First Fleet? Uh, go on our website, firstfleetinc.com. Nice. Yeah. Thank you Absolutely. so much for joining Great. us. You've been thank a real you guys trooper. So much. Thank, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate no, thank it. you. That was very right. brave. Great to have you on. <laughs> that was good stuff, man. Should we just yeah. pull people out of the car? Should so we do some more people watching? Should we just be like, anybody else? We have one more open slot, or should we go into some? You know, people have been kind of staring at us like we're in the goldfish bowl. Now they're kind of like, oh, that's I what know. they do. All of a sudden, we were like, they're they're like, like okay. oh, no. Oh, okay. They might pull me out. He says, no, no. You think we should call Braddy G over? See what's on the radar and sonar? Braddy G, where are you? He's uh, right around the corner. Should I get him? On the radar. Presented by Sonar. It's quiet. It's quiet around here. Uh, I'll go. You want me to go get him real yeah, quick? Yeah, go see if Brad's okay. here. I'll entertain the crowd in the meantime. Hey, guys, this is a cowbell. Its name is Bessie. She does a lot of the banging out here, but you know what, guys? There's some real, there's some really interesting characters here because you hear tech event, right? And you think that it's going to, it seems a mixed crowd, right? You think you're just going to have a bunch of, uh, I don't know, a bunch of pencil pushers or something. I don't know. Is that my yeah. own judgmental thing about maybe what a tech crowd would look like? I well, it's all over the place, right? You got your, you got your, your, your data nerds, uh, but you, you've also, you've got a lot of uh, brand evangelists. Here he is. It's about uh, time. All right, but you're gonna get this. You missed your kid. Yeah. On the radar, presented by Sonar. Boom. Brad Ganane, the night hey. train. Hey, hey, great to have you on, Braddy G. <laughs> You've just been dying to do that, haven't you? I was you? dying to do that. I feel like you're on Thanks free waves now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fantastic to have you on. Um, Brad, you're working the, he's working the sonar booth over there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Working sonar, talking to all the, the various uh, Trimble uh, trucking companies and, and brokerages here. Um, really interested. Got a lot of cool stuff over there um, in sonar. So having some great conversations with, uh, with some folks here. And what have you been showing off? Well, we've been looking at uh, we've been looking at some, you know, not maybe standard to our normal conversations where we look at a lot of truckload data, but we've actually been checking out the uh, the Brent and the uh, WTI, the the, yeah. the price of oil, um, due to what's going on in Saudi Arabia with the tra- with the uh, the drone attacks. So, um, you know, kind of an interesting thing to to show some prospective customers that we may not usually look at. What, what are we seeing? Yeah, what are we? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's like, so it's cool that we can actually track this through Sonar a little bit. And we've got, what, two or three in- indexes that, that that track some of this this uh, um, live data. What, 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 what do you share? What, what are we looking at? Um, so we were, we were really just looking at the, uh, the crude price, um, and we were looking at the spread um, between okay. Brent and WTI. So, yeah. um, and, and the main thing, right, is, is the, uh, the price going up, right? Um, from from what's uh, happened or what's transpired in the past couple of days, so that's what and, we've been and, and what at. is what's the latest real time data telling us? The latest real time data is telling us that things are very uncertain right now. Things yeah. are very uncertain um, due to the. Well, I knew attacks. that. <laughs> well, if you had to speculate, Brad, you, where do you think we're going to be in a week? In a week? Yeah, you think uh, things are going to restore to normal? Begin the reserves. Everything ends up fine. I'm gonna. I mean. I'm not a fortune teller, but yeah. I, I'm going to say yes. I think things are going to, you know, 
return to normal. That's going to be my my guesstimate, if you will. Well, they're getting the reserves back. Yeah, up. we got the reserves going on. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go uh, under on your over. I'm gonna whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't even know we were yeah. playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is well, this official? Does this count? This is not. Does this, this count not towards the We'll find out the right. week from now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we will. Yeah. I'm, sure we will. I'm right. saying volatility is here for a little okay. while. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's okay. a little. Here's a little breaking. It's time to rate the swag from the conference room oh, floor yeah. here at the Trimble Inside Conference. Who had the best yeah. boots among us? And Braddy G so can be a see. part of this with us because he's been witnessing this. So I'm going to start yeah, pulling he some did, stuff he did take the tour. What out of got? my out of my bag. Uh, let's see, my bag what of makes swag. A- are, right, we gonna, right. are we going to rate it, or are we, we going to say well, who, who wore it better, who Chad? Wore or do be- oh, who wore the swag better? I mean, well, wore- I like the thought of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm green fanny pack, hard to pull off. This is a pretty cool one, right? <laughs> but you were. I must give it to you. All right, speaking of lime green yeah. fanny bags, green shades. We took a trip back to the 90s, green and we got, a, we got a fanny pack. Not only did they have a fanny pack... But they had a very cool feel, like feel the heft of this hacky, hacky sack. sack. That's a legitimate hacky, hacky, hacky sack. Look at, look at it thud on the table. It's been a while since I've seen anyone create a right. hacky sack circle. We sure did from we the did. conference room floor here as we uh, but wait, defy conventions from they conventions. They are not done. They also had green shades. Green shades, which had a four hundred. UV protection rating, which is a very right. like literal take on their own company name. Green shades. Yes. So those three <laughs> things together, you, you have one. to you have to take them. Those you are have pretty to take good. Them together. to you, what makes a uh, what makes a great uh, what makes a great like swag giveaway? What makes you decide like this as a, this is deserving of real estate within my luggage? Um, yes. Does it is it reasonable that it will fit in my luggage? Yeah. That's probably number one, first and foremost, and then two. You know, you like a you like a good logo, yeah, which is nice, but you don't want it to be overwhelming because yeah. yeah. Is this bright? No, that's, that's I don't know that is what, what would be overwhelming. That is powerful stuff. This is a uh, this is also green. This is not. This I'm is putting a, on the, the oh, We would be overwhelming. Well, <laughs> that's maybe this true. is all right. I mean, this is a nice flashlight. That's Pretty a decent. really nice Pretty flashlight. Way to go. Are, okay, I have one. That Ooh, is like, really, in terms of practical, like, practical. It may not I mean. just yeah. be the one thing, but if you put it all together, fleet locate. First of all, a pair of socks for yeah. originality. That's going pretty far for me. They've got their own logo here with the the road yeah. there. But wait, there's more from Fleet Locate. These are pretty comfortable they socks have too. Actually, that's my favorite. That's they, my favorite. Uh, they, have can, they have a Tide that's pin. They have a Tide pin where you wash you like out those? the stain. Practical. But wait, Practical. there's more. Whoa. Fleet Locate. <laughs> Doesn't smell anything. Also, I was just curious. It like this something. is hand sanitizer, <laughs> and finally, <laughs> like a flashlight. Pin like all in oh. one. Have you sanitized that, today? I'm getting a glimpse into Duna right now as a child. <laughs> Smelled everything. Yeah, you just gotta get a little taste too. But like a little banaka. I, I like. You know what? Ganane. It was a package. Deal. It was a powerful package. For deal. That's right for now. me. Yeah. That is some swag to uh, to it's to nice. compete What else with? we got? Okay, let's find out. What else? I mean... Oh, we're not kidding. We took like an entire tour. We went out to every single booth, and we saw which kind of swag they had. Only oh, that's a Ooh. bottle of... A lot of green this year. Like, this is like the... the, the I mean, this is a... Like, you can get years of value. This could be a <laughs> gift that keeps on giving from Clio. You want to tell yeah. them about Clio? Clio does... Uh, they do a lot of cloud integrations, don't they? And I think we're going to have someone on there from there. Uh, either... Not today, maybe tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool, right? 
I don't know. You like a nice bottle okay. opener? It's I've large, though. Yeah. You know, that's your yeah. problem. It's kind of large. But it's yeah. slim, though. It, you know, it yeah, fits it, nicely in a drawer. It's got some heft to it. Packs well. Rolling packs well. strong. Now, that, you know, you see a lot of these, these Stress balls. balls go around. And it's like, I just, for me, like I would have gotten more value, I feel like, out of this ball if it had, like, if it had kind of resisted a little more, yeah. I don't know. You want to feel a little that? bit more, a little but bit like more. That's, uh, that's you know, hey, it's better. It's you know, it's better than candy. Yes. right? it's uh, sure. better. All right, so what do you um, think about this? Yeah. Oh, also, you missed your cue. Yeah, they have the microfiber. Microfiber. If you ever have glasses, you want to. And this is quite a mat. This is a massive one too. That, yeah, this, that like is a, a like micro. A, you can share that with a friend. Yes, you yeah, can, yeah, yeah, like a shawl. <laughs> it, it too can be a gift that keeps on giving. Would you like one? Yes, do I would. Yes, please, I do. Okay, sunglasses. All right, but wait, this. I mean, now this. The, here, I feel like we have a couple of. Really, all right. These, are these? Is this? Are, are these two kind of between? Wait, 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 wait! wait. Don't right. do it yet. Don't okay, do it yet. No, you're not right. ready. Before, okay. before, right. before oh, we Cal talk Bell about the final, oh. let's yeah. talk about let's talk about etiquette. Oh, for taking let's talk about gifts. Taking okay, gift etiquette. I think that do, is there etiquette, or do you I don't just know go if there and is. Do you have, have to have a conversation with the booth person? I, yeah, I think that is appropriate. I think it's appropriate. You just yeah. don't go snag swag, right? I don't, I I don't mean, think you. I don't think that. you have to trade, though. Do you? We had some. some no, you don't. We had some barter. <laughs> we had some no, bartering going on today. <laughs> no, that's that's getting that's taking it a little the swag too. There was like some far. swag bartering. Um, well, uh, did you bring one of ours? Before we get into uh, some of our finance yeah. here, did you bring our truck? Can you go get that They're for us, all, Brad? They took them all. Oh, we oh, gave them all away. We gave them all away. Okay. We, we, okay. Gave, we gave away no. 200 trucks. Okay. Well, we didn't include ourselves in this. We had a, a good truck. <laughs> we, had a, we, had, we were giving away a little truck. We called so the gone. world's we largest truck. truck. It's just a matter of the way you look right, at it. Right. Okay. So here we go. Here's, here's a couple of finalists as well. Uh, yeah. All right. So you shake this. Got to whack this it. ball up, right? right. Look at beautiful. This stuff. ball has been <laughs> a source of a lot of fun oh, for a, a lot, lot of joy. Fleet worthy, fleet worthy. That that's a winner. That's winner, it. winner, that is. winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Yeah. Not not necessarily winner yet. We're, no. but I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I okay. right. bring on the next <laughs> one. And finally, finally, for, this is a thought too. A Bluetooth speaker. Pro Miles. Yeah. Gentleman came on from them, right? Swag that's an actual Bluetooth speaker. Which we don't know if they were giving that away. I think you just took it. No, they were giving it away. (laughs) We didn't. uh, Well, we did, like... True story. We did go up there before they were at the booth. Though we did, we did take one. However, we then we do. talked to them afterwards. We, we did. Okay. 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 Yeah. We told on ourselves. Uh, we. Uh, it, it, if you just turn it on, it, it plays radio. White noise. Radio. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't get the radio signal, it'll yeah. be white noise. White noise. If Have you, you get the radio signal, you got a good radio. Plug it in. It comes with a user <laughs> manual for swag. Let's face it. It beats a pen or yeah. a piece of candy. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, well, should we let our here. audience vote? Yeah. Do you think that it's a Bluetooth speaker? Light up uh, ball. A light up ball. You're not here at the conference, so maybe it, it, it doesn't mean as much to you. Or uh, you can tell you're getting old uh, by that your love of the socks. You're really trying to put those <laughs> socks over. I gave them away. Though. Gave them I don't away, know. Though. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. between the two. For so, me, I'm I'm going ball. I've ha- unequivocally. Going ball. I'm going ball. Go it's ball. just entertained uh, us for hours. It, it I'm, has. I, I'm going to go Bluetooth speaker. Uh, well, you've already been over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I tried to put up a little ball. Ball wins. Pit, this is a good one. Way to go, Fleet Loke. Fleet worthy. They're going to come on tomorrow. They're going to come on tomorrow. All right. Well, people want to go over your booth. What's your booth number? 
What is our booth? <laughs> I don't know. know. We're over here it, in the it's fork. It's uh, right behind us. We're in the 200 series over here, but you can't miss us. We have the yeah, big what the right truck. Yeah, we're right when you walk in. Yeah, it's right good times. It's good times. Please says, come What on. are we going to be up to next? You're in that. You are. We were trying to go to that rooftop, that that revolving the restaurant. Re- above they don't rooftop. want us to be there. They keep denying us. We're what do they call it? The spindle roof? The spindarella. Dooner is fixated on it. He, he's Mix like it a kid in a candy shop. He wants to go so bad. So we got to take him. The more you take. deny it to him, the more exactly. he's going to want it. And the rain is back. It's well, back. Should we pull this train out of the station? <laughs> Let's, Let's please do. do. Have we done enough? We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Uh, Central time. We're on Central. We've been on Mountain Time. Now we're on Central Time. Yeah. East Coast Time. Now rate them. Which one do you like? <laughs> <laughs> East Coast, Central, or Mountain? I'm... Uh, you know, I would like to live on Central, I yeah. think. Uh, I lived in Central for a while. It was really nice. I'd like variable nice. time, like when you just need like, yeah. a little bit, or you want like a little less. You just want this. <laughs> you get whatever you want when you down. want it. Yeah, when you want it down. That's, I want that time. All right, man. But it doesn't exist, Andrew. Here goes Team Ignition. Hey, thank you for tuning in today. We'll be back at 12 noon Central time. That's 1 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. We'll do a better job making the cowbell. We will get better each and every episode. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for Trimble for having us here on the great conference floor. In uh, the cruise ship in the sky, you have been listening to What the Truck! Boom! Bang your little cowbell for wet. Great to have you here. Hope it gets sunny soon wherever you are. Bang your cowbell for cool swag, man. Bang your cowbell for, uh... Yeah, for microfiber. For all the people who can't bang a cowbell. Yeah. We will see you, well, Tomorrow. tomorrow at noon central time. Don't Monday throw you off too much.